Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wansley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Well, for the last three to four weeks now, we've been working on just survival, and I'm happy to say that as I watch TV, I'm getting bored with it all. Now, I know that doesn't sound very loving or caring or whatever, but the bottom line is, is that America's becoming tired of it all. And luckily for America, we're starting to see some abatement of the volume of the virus's growth. And uh, the curves look like they're flattening. I don't know if, if uh, I would say that I believe that all the curves have flattened. I believe there's still curves that are on the rise. But in general, in bulk, if you take bulk numbers, uh, you know, most everything's happening is happening in about three or four states. And New York probably has 50% of all the deaths in this country right in New York. Uh, and they seem to be headed downward. So that's a good thing. What does this say to me? Well, that, along with another piece of information, I think is very important, which is I'm starting to get emails, hundreds of emails now from people that got their money from the government. They got some people got the twelve hundred dollars. Uh, some people got um, their PPP loans. And they're picking up the cash, and the Fed is saying the money's almost gone. So that means it's out there. It's, it's getting out there, and I'm hearing that it is. That means people, the lenders, I'm sorry, the borrowers of that money, the businesses that that money is being lent to, have an eight-week reprieve, which means they're going to be able to pay their payrolls, and that's what they need to do to get this loan forgiven, is to pay all of their employees for eight weeks now. That's what the whole plan is. So if that's the case, uh, the economy may not shut down as fast. And I do still believe 
uh, in the theory that the longer the economy is held back, the harder for it to come back and the slower it will come back. I still believe that. Um, but I think they're putting the brakes on this stimulus package designed to put the brakes on. I'm not a politician. I'm not an economist, uh, heaven forbid. But I, I, I've got a good feeling that it's going to help to some degree. Now, what I do believe is, is that there is a downward trend or an upward trend in positivity, whichever way you want to look at it, downward trend in negativity, that it's, it's time to get ready. You've been sitting around. We've been, you know, sitting in a pity party or Crimea River type lifestyle for the last eight weeks. And I'm, I'm not saying all of you did. I, I certainly did. And I just really didn't have that kind of approach to it. But somebody, some people out there did. But what's going to happen now is that they're going to see a reprieve. When they see that money still working, they see they still have a job, it's going to, it's going to pick up. What we need to do right now is to start thinking about where we want to be right after this thing is done. And I've had people contact me and go, Dell, why are you being so negative that now is not the time to buy? Listen, now could very well be the time to buy. It could very well be if you could find the right deal to get. And there will be deals like apples falling off of trees that will fall into our lap over a short period of time. And we need to be prepared for that. So what I'm going to do for the next week here, you know, is I'm going to spend the next week in an educational mode to try to get you to understand what it is we do and how we do it. And to get that started today, I've brought in a lender that's been with us now for eight years at Lifestyles. He is, uh, his name is Tony LaBeouf, and he's the co-founder and chief operating officer of AMP Lending. AMP Lending is a full-service mortgage company that offers a full variety of different types of loans, which we're going to go over today. Uh, to Toby, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me on, Dale. First of all, I want to congratulate you. In the eight years you've been a vendor for Lifestyles, you've won the Vendor of the Year Award, Lifestyles Vendor of the Year Award five times, so that's pretty good, five out of eight. Pretty hard to beat. Like, we just get sleepy the other two years or three years? <laughs> well, you know, at the beginning it took us a little while to ramp up, but, uh, you know, we're, we're very proud of that. Um, it's not easy being into the year within Lifestyles. Uh, Lifestyles holds, holds a very high ceiling, um, so uh, we're, we're very proud of that. Well, you've been lending for, I think you told me one time, 13, 14 years or so you've been in business. So you've been doing this for a long time. What I want to share with the audience, and I'm going to bounce it off of you. Some of the stuff I'll bounce off of you, some I'm just going to lay it in your hands and say, take it and run with it. But um, in my seminar for the last 30 years, I teach all these things that you can do and different ways you can finance things. And people just look at me with, like, cross-eyed stare. There's like, what? My bank can't do that. They've said you can't do that. My brother is a banker said you can't do that. My father, who I trust as a banker, can't do that. Why is it you say these things can be done when anybody and everybody that I've ever talked to about a mortgage in my entire life says I have to put 20, 25% down. I have to sign personally on the loan, you know, blah, 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 and all the different things that I can't have more than four loans and the this and that, and you know what I mean. All this stuff is a lie. And I say to them, look, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And within this industry, this real estate guru industry of helping people learn how to be real estate investors, these businesses grew up out of the need for this kind of financing. So I'm going to ask you to take the ball now and explain to us where and when did you decide to go from being just a conventional lender that could not touch all these amazing things you can do now 
and take on this other life to where you can do all the things we're going to talk about today. When did that happen and why did it happen? It happened about, uh, I guess it was about nine years ago, and we saw a need in the market uh, for this type of lending, like you were saying before. And for us, knowledge is power. You know, and we're when we were looking at all of the clients and our, our and our lifestyles clients, we we realized that everybody's an individual and everybody has their individual wants and needs. So we really took it upon ourselves to customize the financing according according to that individual and make sure that we're using every resource out there to make sure that um, we can achieve their goals. Um, and we've been doing it a long time. Um, we really understand how the market is. We understand the lifestyles model, and we're investors ourselves. So, um, you know, our clients really try to utilize us uh, not only for the lending aspect of it, but for advice from a lending lending standpoint of view um, as investors ourselves. Well, let's talk today about this. We've got you know the whole hour to work on this. Let's talk about the specialty financing you do. First of all, most people out there believe that the only way you get a loan is like they go qualify for a loan, which is I go out there, they say that because I made this amount of money, my debt to income ratio would allow only this amount of a loan. This is the largest loan I could possibly have based on my debt to income ratio. And so I'm qualified for a $200,000 home. In their mind, they believe that means if I bought myself a $200,000 home, I can't buy any more homes. I'm done. I have no more financeability uh, because I've used up what I qualify for. If that is the case, which it isn't, and you know it is, and I know it, if that were the case, how are all these people buying rental properties? You want to pick that one up and run with it because they can't believe it when I tell them they can go out and get another loan. Well, the key is, number one, to make sure that you're going with an investor-friendly lender because an investor-friendly lender, we're going to maximize. We're really going to dig in to your financials and maximize every single dollar that we can to help you qualify. Okay, And that's crucial to the process to make sure that we know that we do our homework and we do our job um, and we're not just some order taker, you know, at your local bank that really doesn't know what's going on. So we're going to really dig in. We're going to maximize every single penny that you have to help you qualify. The second piece is is understanding the investment market and understanding the ability to use future rents on these properties to offset um, your 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 monthly debt um, on a monthly basis. So. You know, a lot of people don't realize that you have that ability to use those rents received in order to qualify. And that's why people have the ability to, to own five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten plus houses is because we are utilizing those future rents to offset the monthly expenses for qualification purposes. And that's really the key is a lender understanding that and uh, evaluating that and making sure that we're maximizing. Now, um, to be a little more specific on this for people, uh, there's actually two questions that come out. Well, we got to take a break anyway. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back with Toby and the Del Wamsley Radio Show. You have to decide, am I willing to get in right now? Is the world over? Is the good world over? Is it going to crash? Missed your chance to ask Dell a question during the show? You can connect with Dell off the air, too. Go to DellOnTheRadio.com, click on the Twitter link, and ask your question. Hashtag 
asked Dell. I believe that a good teacher has the skill set to be able to bring people through multiple levels of learning that are completely different from one another. Have a comment for Dell instead? Use hashtag TellDell. We know you're out there, hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's just two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. Did you know that every dollar you invest in real estate makes you money five ways? Cash flow, money in your pocket each month. Equity capture, the thousands of dollars you create when you have the right team and buy the right property using the right map. Appreciation, real estate can increase in value over time. Equity buildup, renters pay down your mortgage each month. And finally, the tax advantage. When done correctly, real estate investors pay no taxes on our cash flow and capital gains. At Lifestyles Unlimited, these are the five ways we make money in real estate, which is why real estate accounts for more millionaires in the world today than any other investment vehicle. You should have some real estate in your portfolio. To learn how to attend a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop, call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talk 1370, the right choice. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Toby LaBeouf from Amp Lending, and uh, he's talking with us today about how he can do loans that most other lenders can't do and what they do to get you there. Uh, this is all part of a series that I'm putting together this next week or so to get you ready to start buying because it's it's turning the corner. It's time to be thinking about we got to get out there and get something done. So, Toby, as we went to break, we we're talking about your ability to use future rents to qualify for a loan before you even own the property. So you're letting people in short, I'm trying to get this into a shorter version, you're lending people based on a debt-to-income ratio that adds the future rents of the property in. Now, 
if they do not have a contract already to rent the place, there is not a tenant in it. If there is a tenant in it, we know what the rents are, obviously. If it comes without a tenant in it, though, you are using what to give them how much credit towards that debt-to-income ratio? Uh, depends on the product or how we're acquiring the property. If it's a straight purchase, straight 15, 20% down purchase, um, then we utilize um, the rent schedule, which is a, an actual attachment to the appraisal that we get of the property of how much the property is worth, and it gives the average rent for that particular property. And we don't actually require a lease agreement. We just use that rent schedule. If we're doing a product such as hard money conversion, um, and we need that pro we need that future rents to qualify. Um, then we would need a lease agreement, first month security deposit in the form of a check. Idealistically, when we're looking for qualification, depending upon the borrower, some borrowers can support one property without needing that lease agreement. Some borrowers can support can support two properties without needing that lease agreement. You really need to talk to your lender at the qualification uh, process and ask them uh, not only for uh, for your information as far as just your first property, but once you get a little bit more advanced, you might want might be wanting to do two at the same time. Um, so you really need to know that information to make sure that that you're aware of your qualification and what you need to do um, to uh, make sure that you can convert those products. All right. So. Now we try to squeeze in the first one, just with what you said, how we go about that. Now let's talk about the second one. You would think, okay, well, now I've got the tenant in there. What do I use once I actually own the place? And I'm going to take that back. Let's talk about post me doing my tax return. Let's get the point across that once it actually is income, you are counting it. Do they count it the same way or do they count it differently once it is your income? Because now it's real income and before it wasn't. And I've heard something about only giving you 75% credit. Is it on the before it is real income that they're doing that, or is it on the actual income, or both? Okay, so we utilize 75% of that lease agreement um, during the first tax year. So if you buy a property in 2020 and you haven't filed your 2020 taxes, we're going to use 75% of that lease agreement. So. If your lease agreement is $1,000, to make our, our number simple here, we're going to use $750 of that lease agreement to offset your monthly expenses. Well, most of the time, if you're buying a prop or if you have a property and you're leasing it out for $1,000, more than likely your monthly expenses are going to be around $750. So it's going to wash out um, that debt. That's why if you can qualify for the first property, you're going to qualify for the 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th. Um, but if you get into um, the following tax season, so say you bought the property in 2019 and we're uh, have filed our 2019 taxes or are about to file our 2019 taxes and it's showing up on your Schedule E, there's a formula that your, that your lender will use um, in order to um, uh, calculate that rental income. It's 100% of that rental income that we're going to be able to use, um, but we are going to have to uh, deduct some of the expenses that are showing up on your Schedule E. All right, so it's pretty much straight income minus expenses, uh, actual what you earn from the property. All right, so this this uh, now overcomes the first fear that you can only get one loan. Uh, let's go to the next step on that fear. 
but my banker says I can only give you four loans. Well, that's actually inaccurate. Um, you know, we have certain banks that are out there that are not investor friendly, like I described before, and they have what we call overlays. Um, meaning that it's not necessarily what the government entity um, in, that insures these, insures these loans, Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, um, actually dictate. They're putting their own guidelines on top of those. And uh, what they're saying is, as a bank or as a lender, we will only do those four. But Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, the government entities that insure these loans, do not actually have that. So um, that's one of the key reasons why you really want to go with an investor-friendly um, lender, because we're not going to have any of those overlays. Um, so it's crucial to make sure um, that you're going with somebody who is investor-friendly, um, just because we're going to have a lot more options for you. Now, I just want to make this clear, folks listening out there, please. You are going to hear diametrically opposed information from your banker. They're going to say to you, you can't get more than four loans. Let me explain to you what that is. There are people out there that are loan processors, loan originators, that have been taught to process a loan within the banks or the institutions, rules and regulations. They don't even know what's actually possible out there. They have no idea. So we're in case it'd be really easy for me to say all oh, these guys are lying to you. I just think many of them are just ignorant that it's even possible to do more than four loans. So we'll throw the four loan thing away because that's not true. Now the next step, uh, Toby, is the 10 loan limit, the Fannie Mae 10 loan limit. Why don't we go into that and talk about that? Sure. Uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, which are the government entities that insure these loans, will cap the audit 10 um, ten finance properties, um, and that, but that's ten finance properties per person, not per married couple. That's another thing that an investor-friendly lender is always going to do is try to look at your application, and if they can qualify you as an individual, they're always going to try to qualify you as an individual versus as a married couple because um, as an individual, instead of being able to do 10 finance properties, you can actually do 20 finance properties. Um, so that's one of the other advantages of, of looking at um, or making sure that you're building your team with an uh, investor-friendly lender. All right. There we go. There's another limitation. Let's just squash that one. That is just Fannie Mae. But at one time, I had over 100 houses. How could Del Wamsley own over 100 houses if there's only allowed 10 loans? And the answer is, Toby? Um, there's two different types of loans that you can do out there, and they're very, very similar. Um, there's what we call a non-QM, which is non-qualified mortgage loan, um, or a true commercial loan. Um, which um, generally you can do one at a time or possibly a blanket in which you have, say, five, 10, 20 properties and it blankets the whole um, portfolio. Um, on the non-QM side, those are generally done um, as a individual loan, but it allows you to go up past that 10 finance property mark. So there are options out there to be able to get you past that 10 finance properties uh, to make sure you're pulling in that monthly cash flow goal that you have. All right, well, we're going to have to go to break now, Toby. They're giving us the, the boot, but we'll be right back with Toby and Del Wamsley Radio Show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Toby LaBeouf, who is the Chief Operating Officer of AMP Lending. And we're covering today in a series of shows I'm going to be doing this week uh, how to start using the information that we have to get out there and start looking for these deals. Now, Toby, we've done the easy one so far. Now we're going to hit the tough one. And without a chalkboard uh, to explain this one, uh, I'm only going to do this. I'm going to paint a picture in front of somebody's eyes, and then I'm going to ask you to tell me if, if stuff like this can be done and how and why it's done. Uh, I go out and I buy a property that costs $50,000. I have $20,000 worth of rehab I need to do, so that would take my all in to $70,000. Um, I find that uh, after the rehab, the property is going to be worth maybe $100,000. And um, I'm also going to have closing costs in there, let's say of $5,000. And somehow I can go and buy that package, finance it through a hard money lender, get them to put up the money to buy it and to do the rehab, and then come out the back end of that hard money loan and have you or someone else take and give me a conventional loan. And with that whole package, I end up with either as little as nothing out of pocket to more like the average of five or 10,000 bucks out of pocket on these deals, uh, depending on when you buy in, you know, how good the deal is, so on and so forth. Because um, I find them every single month I do a seminar, I'm able to find enough of them to show them live to the class. And they're always amazed. And we show them in on uh, the case studies every month. Somebody gets up and shows one where they've put two, three, five, ten thousand dollars down, and and yet they've done twenty, thirty thousand dollars worth of rehab, and you know they bought the property and they thought they had to put twenty, twenty-five percent down. I know this stuff works. You know this stuff works. You do your best shot at explaining how you can do that for someone. Well, the key is is that with the hard money. Hard Money is basing their loan off of the after-repair value of that property compared to the purchase price. And that's really the key to the concept of what a Hard Money conversion is, is um, being able to lend off of that value versus the purchase price. With conventional type of loans, everybody's thinking, oh, well, I've got to put 20% down based off of the purchase price. Um, and that's not necessarily true on this type of product. And that's why it works so effectively, because you have that ability to finance the acquisition of the property and um, the rehab some or all of the rehab of the property, all of the rehab in that example that you actually used right there, 
Um, and then you might be just out uh, out of pocket that that closing cost. Um, that's one of the keys to being able to util, utilize this product effectively, and that's why you see these great cash on cash return calculations. And it fits within all of the lifestyles model as far as leveraging your debts and using other people's money to acquire these properties. Now, on that second loan, you're going to have a second set of closing costs. Uh, how much of the first closing cost, second closing cost, if the numbers line up, right, there has to be enough space in the loan, how much of those closing costs can you finance? Could you potentially finance all of the closing costs? If there Correct. was enough? I mean, if you found the right deal and the equity was there, um, uh, on the hard money side, you have the ability to, fu- to uh, finance um, 100% of the closing costs. And on the refinancing as a conventional or non-QM loan, you have the ability to um, finance um, some or all of the closing costs um, if the equity is in the property, absolutely. So here's where I always get proved wrong. I learned a long time ago to not act like I know everything because I don't. And I always teach that you can only take the lesser of what you have in the original hard money loan and or whatever it is, 70%, 75% of the after-repaired value, but you can't take more. People are constantly asking me, Dell, why can't you just refinance all your equity out of it right up front? And I'm trying to explain to them that you have, you've, you've, but you had to leave that amount in that is your equity. You can't take out anymore because there's no more to take out. And then somebody comes to a case study, Toby, and says, I walked away from closing with 2000 bucks." Come on, man. How are they doing that if it can't be done? Well, the guideline is, and these individuals understand where the guideline is and, and how it works. Um, and that's one of the keys to making sure that you're utilizing a lender that understands and is an investor-friendly lender, like I've said over and over again, because the guideline technically says that you can either get out um, 2% of the loan amount or $2,000, whichever is less. If you walked in your average Chase Bank or whatever else, they would have no idea what you're talking about. Um, but that is actually the guidelines. And uh, we understand that and we convey this to our clients. And to be completely honest with you, Dale, a lot of them are surprised they had no idea about that. That's because I'm telling them they can't do it, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make it easier on them and you, because if they don't understand, can you imagine them going to you and saying, I want to cash out refinance right at the closing of the second loan, which that isn't what this is. This is a rate and term refinance, and they don't understand the difference. So um, be aware that I'm telling them they can't do something you can't do for them. Just that's to give you a heads up. Uh, No worries. And walk into this thing. Tell me what other types of things... um, I know a good question for you. I, I knew there was one I had to get out here. I get asked this all the time. How do I qualify for a hard money loan? Hence, it's an asset lending thing, but how do I qualify? And here's where I'm going I'm to give you a heads up that I'm going to smack you with this one, is that I tell them all the time you qualify for that second loan, for the, uh, what's it called? The, it's no 
lending, yeah. Yeah, the, the conventional part, part, the conventional leg of the deal, right? So I'm telling them that's what they qualify for. But then people come in and tell me that if you build up enough rapport with some hard money lenders, they'll let you do it as an asset-based thing as long as you get your money, their money back to them in a short enough period of time, blah, 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 or you buy it and sell it within 30, 60 days or something. So you can leave the second part of that off to the side and just answer the first part. How do they qualify uh, normally to, for these deals? Uh, the biggest thing that hard money lenders are looking for is your exit strategy. Um, what are you going to do? Because these are all short-term based financing, so they're looking to for you to utilize the funds and then pay them back as soon as possible. Um, so really what they're looking for is that takeout strategy. And part of the takeout strategy is the refinance, whether it's a conventional loan or a non-QM loan or a commercial loan. Um, they're, re they're really looking for to, that you have that pre-approval letter from that specific lender saying, hey, I'm ready, I'm set up to go. All I need to do is get that hard money, buy the property, rehab it, and refinance it. So that's really what they're looking for is that pre-approval letter from the lender to make sure you have that exit strategy in place. Okay, excellent. Now, um, I guess wholesalers and flippers, people that uh, have developed a, a rapport with their hard money lenders, their, their exit strategy, as you're calling it, is I'm going to sell the thing immediately, and they've got a proven track record that they do that. So I guess that answers my question for me in a very clear way that I'll be able to pass that on to people into the future. Um, gotchas. What kind of gotchas have you seen in hard money lending? Because I've seen a few gotchas on them. We'll see what you've come up with. Uh, I think probably the biggest misconception um, on the hard money lending side is we kind of ran through those quick numbers as far as um, you've got a 50K purchase price, 20K rehab, um, it's 100K after pair of value, so your maximum loan amount for most hard money lenders is 75% of that. Um, so you bring any closing costs possibly to the table. Um, you've bought the property. You've got this dollars or $20,000 in rehab um, sitting in escrow. Um, what most people think is I'm done. Well, you're, actually, you're not done. Um, what, what most people don't realize is that most contractors out there um, will not start a job unless you bring them 30 to 50% um, of, of the funds for that job up front. Um, so you're not completely done yet. You still are going to need some funds to be able to front that money. Not all the money, of course, but some of that money up front. And then from there, once that 30 to 50% of that job is completed, you can do what we call a, a draw request and essentially dip into those funds that were held in escrow, that $20,000 that, that was held in escrow to pay yourself back. All right. Now, if you get a contractor that is willing to forego that upfront payment, then you literally don't have to have that money. Let's talk about the gotcha. The gotcha in this thing is when that twenty thousand dollars worth of rehab turns into forty. <laughs> the you know, and, and all of a sudden it doesn't work on the back end, and the secondary loan won't take you out. What happens then? Well, if that's if it's something in which. Um, somebody made a mistake somewhere as far as as far as the rehab is concerned, and it's not actually adding value to the property. Um, then Hold that thought. We've got to go. They're going to cut you off. I want everybody to hear this. We'll be right back with Toby LaBeouf and the Del Wamsley Radio Show.
Dell says the things you just can't say to your friends, boss, kids, financial planner, spouse, even the cat. Need him to deliver the message for you? Don't worry. Dell's past show archives are just a mouse click away. So go to DellOnTheRadio.com and turn your speakers up for everyone to hear. Dell delivers his daily Dellisms and liberating unconventional wisdom 24 hours a day at DellOnTheRadio.com. We know you're out there, hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's just two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Talk 1370, the right choice. And now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Toby LaBeouf from uh, Amp Lending. And Toby, before we went to break, I I threw you underhanded softball that I thought you were going to knock out of the park for me. And you put your bat down, took the walk. I'm going to do it for you, buddy. Let me step up to the plate and say, hey, what do you do? I'll tell you what you do. The trick is to not get the rehab amount wrong by taking classes at Lifestyles Unlimited. Learn how to do this the correct way. Have a mentor that's done hundreds, if not thousands of these by your side while you're doing it. In addition to that, the other gotcha is you don't know how to appraise a property. The ability to be able to do a after repaired value calculation is something you have to learn how to do and most likely have the software that we offer that does it for you. Whew. And that was a pub. That was a public announcement right there, Toby, <laughs> from me. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Since I, we we blew that opportunity to make me look good, let's move on, and uh, let's talk about financing of self-employed individuals. What do they have to do to get financed? You seem to be an expert in this field. Well, the biggest thing on on the self-employment side is is the lender specializing in self-employment income um, just because it can be complex. Um, you know, the name of the game um, when you're self-employed um, is let your CPA save you some money so we don't have to pay Uncle Sam. Uh, well, in order to do that, we need to make sure on the lending side that we know your full portfolio and where you're driving this income in, and we can certainly uh, make sure that we're um, looking at every little aspect of it to maximize every little penny that you make for qualification purposes. All right, so um, I guess what you're saying is, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, that's unsanitary, um, especially in this environment. I'd like to give you a chance to explain to people how far you go into figuring out their financial plan. I know, I know you talk about that. You've mentioned that you help people build this financial plan. But the point is, 
do I come see you when I have a deal all ready to go, or do I come see you before I have a deal? And how intertwined should I be with telling you what I'm doing so that we get along uh, with all the steps to process at the right time in the right place? Share with us how you'd like to see your potential future clients deal with you. Oh, that's a great question, Dell. And the biggest thing is you always want to talk to your lender up front. If you're thinking about getting into the investment market and you're and you're not you may be not ready to take to take that initial jump, but you always want to talk to your lender first and try to get um, um, pre-approved by your lender, even if you don't plan on making that jump for. 30 days, 60 days, 90 days down the road, maybe even longer, um, just because we want to make sure that we're looking at your your full picture. And if we do run into a problem, that we can fix that problem now better than later when you might be um, might be ready to uh, actually jump into the market. So it's crucial to talk to your talk to your lender up front as soon as possible. That way we can make sure that we've got you set up ready to go. Let's drop. Let's go all the way to the other side of the spectrum right now. Let's, you run into investors who like to use their own money. I call them cheapskates, but uh, I prove to them time and time again, leverage is a much better way to do these deals. Now, don't get me wrong, not over leverage, but leverage, right? And that the rate of return is always higher. Yet there's still guys that want to go pay cash for that house and do the rehab out of their pocket and then come back and get their money back out of it. Tell us about that and explain the limitation action, how much money you can get out on one of these um, delayed financing type deals. Well, yeah, the key is is um, understanding the lending aspect of it. Um, if you're going to go that direction, you really need to talk to your lender about the limitations of buying properties cash. Um, if you do buy a property cash, uh, there are products out there to be able to get that, ec that equity back out um, fairly quickly. Um, on a traditional cash out, you have to own the property for six months in order to do it. Um, but on a delayed financing, um, you can refinance and get that, ca uh, that equity out immediately, but there's a caveat to it. Um, the caveat is this. Um, if the property um, needs significant work, it really doesn't work very well because on a delayed financing, you can go up to 75% of the um, after repair value of the property or the acquisition cost, whichever is less. What's not included in that is repair cost. So my general rule of thumb is if the repair cost is $10,000 or more, then more than likely you're going to want to go automatically with the hard money conversion because the hard money conversion does not have that caveat. It does not have that rule. It might have more expense, but you will be able to get your money out faster um, in, with paying that expense if, they, if the rehab is over that $10,000. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's what I try to explain to them. Uh, yet they still want to do it, you know. And some guys are even willing to wait and leave their money in there for six months, so they can do a cash out refinance. Of which time they can get what seventy five percent of the that's after correct, repaired sir. value. Yes, sir. Now I've, I've heard there's more limitations on that. Yet in addition, for instance, how many of those can you do? And if you have certain amount of mortgages, do they limit if you can do that? I, I've heard some craziness. You can't get one if you have more than four mortgages in your name. You can't do no, that. No, they, uh, they actually got rid of that guideline uh, a few years ago. Um, you can actually go up to, to, on the conventional side, up to 10. On the non-conventional side, you can go past past the, that 10 finance properties. But, um, yeah, right now you can go up to uh, 
uh, 75% um, of that after fair value and pull that equity out. But, of course, you have to own the property for six months in order to do that. Right. All right. So with uh, Cornette, correct manipulation of all these different tools. And the way I explain it in my seminar, basically we have a toolbox. And sometimes I reach into my toolbox for a flathead screwdriver. Sometimes I reach in there for a Phillips head screwdriver. And sometimes I need a star screwdriver. Each different situation is going to take a different tool to maximize it. You can try to do it with the wrong tool. And in some cases you might perform somewhat, but in most cases you're going to end up breaking the screw. And uh, if you don't use the right tool, and I think that's the same thing here, uh, we're going to need these people to get in touch with you. You've got 30 seconds. So let's go ahead and tell them how to get in touch with you, Toby. Great. Yes. Um, we are, are at www.askmortgagepros.com. Uh, we've got two locations. We've got our uh, Houston location, which our phone number here is 281-391-5363. And we've got our central Texas location, which that number is 512-527-6210. Uh, we lend in Texas. We lend in California, New Mexico, Louisiana, Florida, Illinois, Georgia, and Michigan. Thanks for being on the show, Toby. Have a great day. Thanks, Dell. Visit to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. The place to turn. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.